You are listening to the sermons of Concordia Lutheran Church, located at 3144 South Home Avenue in Berwyn, Illinois. We invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 9 o'clock a.m. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you so much for coming and singing, guys. Your, your voices were wonderful. I know I can speak for our congregation that we love it when our preschoolers come, the students who are in here every day of the week. We love it when we get to come and hear their beautiful voices and get to see all of you and meet you all. So it is wonderful. We're very excited that you're here. Today we're taking a look at uh, a reading that God, uh, through the Apostle Paul, sent to the Christian church in a place called Corinth. This is the introduction to the reading, so he's beginning everything by setting the tone. And Paul decided to write to this Christian church because they were having some spiritual problems. They were, put, to put it in a short sentence, they were obsessed by image. You see, St. Paul had been scrolling through their Instagram feed, and he saw all of the photos that they were posting, um, and he didn't like it. They were obsessed with who was the best, who was the smartest, who was the richest, who was the most talented, who had the most spiritual gifts. They were really worried about image compared to other people. And we can see some of that in this introduction. St. Paul says, I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that was given you in Christ Jesus. And here we go. We see these themes. It says that in every way you were enriched with him in all speech, all knowledge, and even as the testimony about Christ was confirmed among you, so that you are not lacking any spiritual gift. See, those three three things, speech, knowledge, and spiritual gifts, are the big dividing points in that church. When everybody was worried about who was the best. And we know that these divisions were based on the things that the world around them was really concerned about. Corinth at the time was concerned about charismatic speakers, the people who were eloquent. They called them the sophists. These were guys who would travel from town to town, and they would show up, and they'd make a speech, and then people would gather around them like personalities, and they'd build schools of thought. And they thought this kind of thing, that was the ultimate way you could be, and they learned to be these charismatic speakers. Some other people were really excited about wisdom. Stoic philosophy was a big deal in Corinth at the time. And what it meant was that people were building themselves up with the idea that they had extra knowledge. They were wiser than the rest of the folk. And this was a common way of thinking among philosophers at the time. So much so that Aristotle and Plato actually made that distinction about the quality and worth of people. And yet there were others who were more concerned about who was the most talented, who had the most spiritual gifts, and best of all, if you had the ultimate ones, prophecy and speaking in tongues, then you were the most spiritually powerful. 
Does that sound like a good way to live? Always being concerned with that kind of image? Can you imagine being in the church and the divisions that would cause when you're always looking at people and wondering how you can be just a little better than them? Thinking about how the people who are just slightly worse than you, how much better you are? It divided the people into those who were proud of their wisdom and those who didn't have it. Those who were big on the spiritual gifts and those without the showy and flashy ones. Those who could speak really well and those who could not. And they were constantly chasing something better, something new. And the reason St. Paul writes to them is to say, none of these things really matter. In fact, they can harm people when we focus on them. There is only one thing that we as people and the Christian church should focus on. It's the gift that we have in Jesus Christ. See, St. Paul talks about that when he says that because of the grace of God that was given you in Christ Jesus, that in every way you are enriched in him in all speech and all knowledge, so that you are not lacking any gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ. See, it was Paul is saying that Jesus, the preaching of Jesus Christ crucified for our sins, is the only thing that has power in the church and in our lives. Because it's the only thing that gives us every good gift. It's the thing that gives us eternal life. And of all those other things, they don't matter. Because the only gift that gives us everything is Jesus. And St. Paul talks about how that works. He talks about how uh, he didn't come with high-minded speech or wisdom. He came with only one thing. He says, And I, when I came to you, brothers, did not come proclaiming to you the testimony of God with lofty speech or wisdom, for I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. He also says that Jesus Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. And again, he said, for Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with words of eloquent wisdom, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. We ask, why is that so important? Because when we point to ourselves and talk about our wisdom or our charisma or our knowledge, it makes a division. But when we talk about Christ, it means we're all the same. We all need something. We need a Savior. So we ask, if we scrolled through your Instagram feed, if we took a look at your Facebook page, or if we just looked at where our money goes, what would be important to you? We're all influenced by the world around us. I know pastors aren't any exception. When we go to pastors' conferences, the first thing out of our mouth after we introduce each other is, how many go to church on your Sunday? But is that how God measures success? 
Often we think about life and success in terms of things like education. Is education the only thing we need to be successful in life? As if without it, nothing could ever go right. And the more the better. We think about things like success in our careers or in our families. That these things are the most important. Or maybe we look at the rest of the world and we say, we have to show ourselves as better. Isn't that what social media is typically all about? Do you post those photos of when you're breaking down under the stress? Or is it the, the photos at the beach? It's the photos at the beach, isn't it? But what happens when we do that, when we're so focused on that? We become educated versus those who are not. It becomes the successful versus those who are not. It becomes the amazing versus those who are not because we identify that success as being better than someone else or worse than someone else. Can you ha ever have enough, enough success that you aren't looking up at the person above you, above you, feeling a little twinge of jealousy every time they succeed? Can you ever have so much status that you look up at someone and say, you know, I don't really need any more? But there's one thing, one gift that unites us all. One thing that if we focus on, we're not concerned with all that. It's our Savior, Jesus Christ. Because he is the one gift that all of us need. The one thing that levels the whole playing field because we all are nothing without Jesus. We only need him and the gift that he gives us, eternal life. And it's through him that we have everything that we need. We have every bit of education we need because we will last forever with him in Christ. We have every bit of status that we need because we're kings and queens with him in Christ. We have every bit of success that we need because we will live forever with him in perfection when he returns. There's no divisions, no separations, no jealousy. We're all one in Jesus. And that is why St. Paul writes this message to the Corinthians today, to tell every one of us and them that the thing we should center our life around, the thing we all need, is Jesus Christ crucified for the forgiveness of our sins. In his name, amen. Thank you for listening to the sermons of Concordia Lutheran Church. For more information about getting involved, please visit concordiaburwin.org. Like us on Facebook at Concordia Lutheran Church and Little Lambs.